number three. Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Sport Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What it do? We are live from Hyattown, Mount Moriah, down the hall from Nonstop Hip Hop, on this Cooper Young Fest Saturday on this Southern Heritage Classic Saturday. Welcome to Memphis's number three sports show. I'm your host, Kevin Streeter. Joined alongside, as always, Mr. Sweet T, Marcus Hunter. And on the other side of the glass, the sleaze of Memphis, Johnny Radio. What's up, what's up? And CJ Hurt. CJ, you need it. We, we've got to get you a... i got to get you a, some type of a nickname. Marcus is Mr. Sweet T. Johnny Radio is the sleaze of Memphis. What are we going to intro you as? I don't know. I don't know. I do need a nickname. I don't want it to be like Johnny's, though. I don't want sleeves <laughs> of anything attached to my name. All right. Uh, well, you're, well you're, you have to earn that. But he is really the sleeves of Memphis. He he wears it with pride, too. He does a good job. Yeah, he's, he's proud of it. Welcome uh, to the show. We had a big show today because it's a big day of college football. It is the biggest day so far this year. Obviously, week one is always fun because it's the it's the first week of the season and everybody's excited. And there were some good games week one. Week two, and eh, not so much. And now here we are, week three. This week's slate, the best uh, of the season so far. It's better than next week's slate. And some good games today. Some interesting games. And we'll go over those and we'll keep you abreast of the scores. There are some early games already uh, kicking off, like Louisville-Kentucky. I believe the Arkansas uh, game is, is underway right now. Um, so we will keep you abreast of those. We're here, of course, every Saturday from 11 to 1 on uh, Sports 56. Also, um, today we'll take your phone calls at high noon, straight up at high noon, for Hang Up and Listen. Some great prizes to come on Hang Up and Listen because uh, not only is today Cooper Young Fest, one of my favorite days of the year. It's a midtowner. Uh, it's also the Southern Heritage Classic, and we'll talk about that uh, in a moment as well. Next week's also a big weekend too, folks. I mean, you got the Tigers back home uh, at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium, and you've got Best Memphis Burger Fest next weekend. So a little bit later on and Hang Up and Listen, we'll have your chance. You can uh, win either tickets to either one of those that you want. Uh, whether it's the Tiger Game or Best Memphis Burger Fest. Those will be on the line during Hang Up and Listen today. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on a little, uh, there's been some interesting Grizz news. We'll talk uh, with Kevin Leip about that uh, a little bit later on for a moment. He's from SB uh, Nation, the SB uh, Nation Grizzlies, while Grizzly Bear Blues. Last time he was in the studio, I was not here. Yeah, you were not here. But uh, that was last month. I'm looking forward, I'm to, that, um, I'm looking forward to that tent. The oh the yeah the, uh, the, the judging tent, tent. Yeah, the special the VIP tent. judging yeah. tent this year. Well, looking forward to that. Now now do you, <laughs> do you think that when it comes to the tent that you should partake in the tent before or after judging the burgers? Do you think Ooh, it would affect I, that's what I'm trying to figure the taste out. and your ability to judge? I don't know. That's a good question. Our friends from Best Memphis Burger Fest are going to stop in for a moment today. Maybe we need to ask them. Yeah, maybe we need to ask. If they're concerned them about it because we know Johnny Radio will be. He's judging Bloody Marys, so he will. Yeah, he's not worried about the burgers. <laughs> he definitely can't. I don't think if you're judging the alcohol, you shouldn't drink before, because then you're just gonna 
Yeah, you dr- yeah, because then it's all going to blend together. But burgers could get better after you drink. This is true. But then the the Bloody Marys, you may not know where you're at. Maybe some burgers are really good after people drink. That's why, you know, they're in the competition. Is Johnny going to like sip the drink and the Bloody Mary and swirl it around in his mouth and then spit it out like it's fine wine? Or is he actually <laughs> knocking them back? I don't know. You got to. <laughs> I mean, you got to ask him. He's probably knowing uh, Jonathan Radio. He is going to knock them back. Probably. More than likely, he's going to knock them back. All right. I love coming in here on Saturdays uh, during college football season. So much going on. So much to get to. We start each and every week with the starting five. Let's go ahead and do that right now. All right. These are the five most interesting, important sports stories for the sports fan in the Mid-South. It is the uh, starting five. And the number one story this week, it's got to, Marcus. I know you don't like this. It's a Mississippi State alum. But the number one story in this area is the University of Mississippi, the Ole Miss Land Sharks. They're in Austin, Texas. Yeah. They're going against the University of Texas, yeah. the Longhorns yeah. today. Hugh Freeze's interview game yeah. today. If he wins today in impressive fashion, he could be the next head coach of Texas. Probably not, but you know, I that's, mean, that's it's one possible. way. It's possible. Yeah, possible. It's possible. That's a big game today because still technically in Las Vegas, the University of T- uh, Texas is favored in this game. The other UT, I almost said Tennessee, the other UT. Yeah. Uh, is is still favored in this game while everybody's picking Ole Miss, right? Even you're yeah. picking Ole Miss. Yeah, even I'm picking Ole Miss. And uh, I think the reason that uh, Texas is favored in this game is because they are Texas and people still don't really respect the Ole Miss football team, probably like they should respect them. I mean, here's one thing that I take away from the Ole Miss football team. This year's team is a pretty good football team. I mean, that game against uh, Vanderbilt to start the season, that was just the tip of the iceberg of what this team could be. They didn't play great and they still won the game in the end. And then last week, Hugh Freeze is so smart as a head coach. Last week, after they went up 31-0 to at halftime against Southeast mm-hmm. Missouri State, they didn't really play their starters in the second half because they wanted to rest their starters and get their backups ready for playing time if they need to have to have those guys play big minutes in the game. So a lot of people were saying, oh my, you know, South, you know, Missouri, Southeast Missouri State was making a comeback. They really weren't. Ole Miss was never really in any danger to, win, to, to lose that football game. So I believe the Ole Miss Rebels are a much better team than a lot of people around the nation give them credit for. And I honestly believe they're going to go out there and uh, beat Texas today. I I agree I agree with you I don't, I'm not uh, w- would not be surprised if they win in impressive fashion because we've got to figure out about Definitely Ole Miss well you got to figure out about Ole Miss everybody's jumping on Miss because we don't know exactly how good this Vanderbilt team is yet and that could that that win could become more impressive as the season goes along it could I, I think that Vanderbilt team is pretty good I think that's a good right. football team and they got a cowboy at quarterback. And that's the in that you know what had they had a quarterback with experience they probably could have beaten Ole Miss. They had a guy who didn't have a whole lot of experience and it took him until probably the second half of that game to really settle in. So I mean as, as the season goes along I think that's going to look more impressive. Uh possibly a Texas win would not look um near as impressive as the season goes along. It looks like Texas is in they're 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 how, in disarray right now. How far has Manny Diaz fallen since leaving Mississippi State? I mean, his first year as a defensive coordinator at Mississippi State, they went to the Gator Bowl and beat Michigan, and that got him that job at Texas. And at the time, he was one of the young, bright minds of college football 
especially on the defensive side of the ball, and, not, and, and to see his Texas team go out there and just play uninspired football. I mean, it just kind of sucks, and it kind of sucks that I thought he had such a bright future ahead of him, and, you know, it just didn't work out for him over there at Texas. But that Texas defense is so bad, and you can't have a defense that bad and expect to beat an Ole Miss football team that's going to go up and run plays really quickly and not give the defense any time to think or react. So that's why I think Ole Miss is going to win this game because they can really probably run the score up on them. Because Texas is not going to be able to stop Ole Miss from scoring. Uh, absolutely. Um, all right, let's keep moving on the starting five because there's another game. Yeah. It's not near as big mm-hmm. on anybody's radar, but it's Memphis versus MTSU happening later on today. MTSU favored now by by nine. The spread has gone up this week. I just checked it a second ago. It's nine and a half. So it's continuing to go it's up by the hour. to climb. Uh, Why is that? The betting public right now is in love with the men, well, that aren't for the Memphis Tigers. Yeah. I mean, the Blue middle, Raiders. Is, is Middle Tennessee that good? No. Or is Memphis that unimpressive? I think people expected Memphis to have a closer game last week, which was closer than what the score showed. I mean, Memphis was in the game in the fourth quarter last Saturday. Yeah. 14-14. Uh, against Duke. So, I don't know, from an outsider who didn't, you know, people who didn't watch that game because it was on ESPN3.com. It was the only way you could watch it. Yeah. And there, were, there was just a, a bunch of other games you should, could be watching. But hey, over 44,000 were there in person to see it, so. Right. So, I think Memphians... Uh, think the Tigers can win today. And I think it's it's imperative that they win one of these three games to start the season. Next week, yes. Arkansas State at home. Definitely, yeah, definitely. So you've got three games to start the season against opponents that you should be able to compete with. They competed with Duke last week. Yes. Uh, they should be able to hang in there with MTSU, even though Vegas is jumping um, far away from the Tiger bandwagon. Yes. They've, I don't know if they were ever on it, but they're getting completely away from it right now. And then you're home against Arkansas State. But Arkansas State had an impressive win the other night, and they're going to have extra days to prepare now. Uh, they had the, the Thursday night game this week. They'll have extra days to prepare for, for Memphis, and they won that game. So uh, all three games Memphis should lose, but you hope that they, they, they should be able to pull off. They're, gonna, you know, they're underdogs yeah. in all three of yeah. them. They're supposed to lose all of them. But if you're going to have a season where we talked about where you can push maybe five wins, yeah. You can't start 0-3. Yeah, you definitely can't start 0-3 and expect for the fans to continue to come out in big numbers like they did uh, in the opening game because they came out because of this new sense of confidence that they have about this football season. And losing to Duke 28-14 to isn't bad, especially, like you said, when you're really close in the second half of that game. Much closer like, than the score exactly. indicated at the end of the, the, end of the ball game. Exactly. So now you move on, and if you lose the next two, what are the fans going to have to look forward to? And they're going to probably already start looking forward to basketball season because at that point, basketball season will be around the corner. And right, you're then, getting real close. Yep. Exactly. So you don't want, definitely don't want to start 0-3 with basketball season coming up. But it, it, it's just not that, but it's it's the who you'll be starting 0-3 against. Yes. If you're starting to, to try to believe that things have turned the corner, but you start 0-3 against uh, one of the other worst teams, uh, you know, in college football, due to Division One teams, you're looking yeah. at your top 20. Like, Duke is not considered a great team no. in football. And then you lose to two Sunbelt teams yes. to start your season. Like, that's not, that's not impressive. That's the one thing, like, at least if they started the season and they lost to Mississippi State, uh, at least you lose to an SEC team. It's different from losing to Duke. Duke went to a bowl last year. Duke did go to a bowl. And MTSU should have went to a was eligible to go to a bowl. They finished nine and three, I think, last year. And their conference USA, they're no longer Sun Belt. Oh, that's they're in conference USA this year. It's a good old CUSA versus AAC matchup. Now, Arkansas State is still in Sun Belt. Yeah, I think they jump next year. I so think. they will be in CUSA. Because they, they should have jumped first 
in my opinion, with their football. They building a football. Uh, you know, life used to be easy for the old people because all they had was the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, the Pac Ten, and all that crap. And now there's all this change. It's confusing. Still, they're a Sun Belt team to me. <laughs> and they it, almost Sunbelt won the Sun Belt championship had they beat Arkansas State last so year. You th- are, you, are you thinking MTSU? Do they have a chance to challenge Tulsa? Tulsa's got a big game today, of course, against Oklahoma. Can they challenge Tulsa for the Conference USA championship? Maybe not Tulsa, but I think they can challenge East Carolina. Uh, maybe the CUSA East crown. Oh, they could. So they could be in the chain. They could challenge for the championship. Yeah, and that'd be impressive first year. So you're saying MTSU? You think MTSU is good? They're coming off of a decent year, but they're not as good as they were two or three years ago when they were beating Memphis. Yeah. Because um, they beat Memphis like four of the last five times or three of the last four. It's something that's yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. A it's, it's, it's a, a robbery. A, it's absurd yeah. how many Especially times MTSU, MTSU is yeah. beating Memphis. The, you know, you know the other thing about this old Memphis. Uh, if they start 0-3 deal, which obviously we hope doesn't happen. I hope they win today and next week. But if they do start 0-3, how is that going to affect the team next year when they're looking at moving to a bigger conference? Because if you can't win in the American Athletic Conference, when because other teams, there's going to be another conference realignment probably sometime next year or within the very recent future with so many teams already leaving the American this year. How is that going to affect the Tigers' ability to move into one of those bigger conferences? I mean that's a good point, and you, you have also, to win. Football. It's about football, and it's also about wins. Because if they, yeah, if they can't win one of these first three games, you're looking at maybe not winning until November. Yeah, and who knows that? I mean, now we're talking because they're going to have be at home against UCF, at Houston, home against SMU. SMU have been destroying the Tigers recently since Cincinnati. That big uh, Cincinnati wasn't so great last week, but. You could not be winning until you play UT Martin, and then, of course, that game is not guaranteed either. We learned that last year. Exactly. But <laughs> if you know, it rains on November 9th, who knows what's going to happen. But I, but, but I do pick the Memphis Tigers to actually win today because I think that the Tigers are a better team than uh, Vegas thinks they are. I think they'll win. I think uh, right. with, with, with another week of football, uh, of, of actual gameplay uh, with the new freshman quarterback, I think they'll be all right. Nine and a half picking the Tigers is not, uh, is, is not that far-fetched. Not at all. That's against against the spread. Could they win? Yeah, maybe. But uh, by the minute, the spread is going up in Las in Las Vegas. Started the week about like six, and now it's nine and a half. Uh, nobody believing in these Tigers. We're uh, continuing the starting five. Number three, we're talking about the other games of local interest uh, today around the area, and of course, one of the big ones. Because you have Cooper Young Fest Saturday. One of my favorite things is tradition. I love Cooper Young Fest Midtowner, but it's usually it's Memphis. Uh, it's usually uh, it's Tennessee going against Florida. And you can go watch that game at the Young Avenue Deli. Um, but today, it's a little different. They don't play Florida until next week, I guess. Yeah. And so today, it's Tennessee versus Oregon on ABC. And, man, oh, man, Tennessee's been playing. They've been playing well. Yes. You look at their first two games. Uh, good stat lines. Yes. Um, Looked impressive the in both. Yeah. Right. And we know they've got some good recruits. Yeah, definitely. But how bad is this going to be today? I don't know where the spread uh, has, has ended up um, from yeah. before, but Oregon favored by 20-some odds. Uh, um, you know, it's how bad this one gets depends on how bad it starts. I mean, if Tennessee goes out there and they found themselves down 21-0 pretty early in the game, then it's probably going to end up being, you know, 69-14 to 14 or something like that. But if Tennessee can go out there and, and at least – compete in that first quarter and keep the game close, I think that it'll still be fairly okay going into the second half, then Oregon to kind of start to pull away, but it won't look as bad. But Tennessee has to come out and at least compete with this team in the first half of the game. I don't think there's any chance Tennessee wins this game. 
but compete in the first half so that, you know, you have something to play for in the second half as opposed to getting blown out in the first half and then the second half just laying down for them. Yeah, but uh, Tennessee fans being brought back to reality, at least they've got to have two two good weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, two good weeks. And they need this. Can, can hey. you imagine Tennessee winning that game? What, what, what would happen if Tennessee won that game? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I will be eating uh, the best food in the history of the world because the Cobra, Keith, and Elliot, they said that they'll buy me lunch every day next week. Every so I'm day. going for UT. If Tennessee he said wins steak, today. lobster. I said they could just take me to the Gold Club, but I'll take steak and lobster. Uh, all right. Well, that's an interesting bet that you have with uh, th- those folks. Um, you you made a bet with some with a cat and a snake. <laughs> a cobra and a cat. <laughs> all right. Um, let's keep moving. The other games. A cobra uh, and a cat. This I'm interested in with you. Uh, with you, Marcus, is Auburn, Auburn, Mississippi State today. Yeah. Because these are really. Auburn's trying to go. It looks like they're on their way up a little bit. With Gus Malzahn as their head coach, Mississippi State. Not saying they're going down necessarily, but they're staying in that mediocre part. Well, this time last year, it looks like they were on the rise. Now they don't look like they're necessarily on the rise. They've fallen off of that. Well, I mean, well, I mean, look at this. Holding steady. I mean, look at this. Auburn's trying to get to that level of Mississippi State as being the yeah. quintessential mediocre SEC team. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been a little bit harsh there when you say, uh, Quint- you know, me- well, mediocre. I mean, but that's but, what they're, but they're the middle of the road. Like, they could destroy teams from other conferences. But when it comes to SEC versus SEC, I don't know who's going to win Auburn, Mississippi State, because Auburn's on the rise now. And I do think that the, the two of them will be a good matchup. I think that'd be a good matchup. I think Mississippi State um, wins today. I think the Bulldogs are better than a lot of people think they are because a lot of people want to base how good Mississippi State may be this year based on that Oklahoma State game to start the season. I mean, let's think about this. Oklahoma State is a very good offensive football team. Talk about the sleaze of college football there, Oklahoma State. Yeah, but they're – well, yeah, I mean, those reports may not be as accurate as first reported. But Oklahoma State – they put up points. Whoa. They only scored Whoa. 21 against Mississippi State. The Bulldogs' offense just couldn't get the ball into the end zone and the red zone when they would get there, and that was a problem. And then their starting quarterback went out, and so you had to bring up a backup. And the score never really got out of hand, and who knows what could have happened had Tyler Russell been able to play the entire the entire game. All right, all right, all right, that's enough. Who gives a damn about Mississippi State? You just said that the Oklahoma State people might not have been having sex and getting paid. No, no, no. Well, what I said was... You don't believe those reports? No, no, no. What I said was because... I mean, I'm not saying that I don't believe the reports, but what I'm saying is that there have been... The the people reporting this, they aren't as credible as we all thought in the beginning. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look as good when you talk about, you know, whole 30 players out of 600 or whatever. Exactly. And, And you're talking about guys who got kicked off the team or who are, you know... For whether it be drugs or left the team because they couldn't get playing time, those are the guys who are the ones saying all of this stuff in this story. And you know, Des Bryant had that tweet. Uh, uh, was it uh, yeah, 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 yes, yesterday? There was a pretty good tweet by Des Bryant where he pretty much said that if he didn't get paid, if he didn't get paid there, nobody got paid. So. Right. And the one thing about this, though, that's important to see, I want this to be so true because my childhood, I remember the movie about football with like Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr. And the kid was a quarterback, and they all took him on airplanes and took him to Texas and got him party, and there was sex, and Uma Thurman was in it. And that's what made me want to be a quarterback. So I, <laughs> I said that's the reason I became a college, you know, I mean, a high school quarterback. And I would hope that all these young men out there who are hearing this story, you know, aspire to the same aspirations that I had. So you think that because I'm of uh, these true. stories and allegations, you should aspire to be a 
college quarterback because if you become a college quarterback, then on your recruiting trips to all of these schools, you get to, um, I guess, have sex, <laughs> enjoy ladies of other area codes. You can be the, you can be the modern day ludicrous. Yeah, but there, it has not been bad PR for the modern day ludicrous for college athletes. Uh, well, I mean, look at Johnny Football. Look at Johnny Football. Codes. Let's make it people want to play football. While their parents are making them not want to play football. Well, because Johnny Football, he's like a superstar. He's reached superstar status. So that's why. You can always be a basketball recruit and go see the coaches like Jesus did. And he got game. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's run through real quick if there's any other interesting games. Louisville versus uh, Kentucky. Nah, that's on right now. We'll keep you abreast if anything happens. Exciting there. Arkansas, big favorites over Southern Mississippi. How bad is Southern Miss? They're at the bottom of the uh, Memphis Sport TAM rankings where we rank they, the they college football, the Division One teams in Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi. They're pretty bad. They've fallen below. Too bad Memphis doesn't get to play them uh, this year because uh, they did beat them last year. And, of course, Texas A&M, Alabama, everybody's talking about that ball game happening. Uh, That's going to be a big one. It's, it's a great Saturday to watch college football. It's a great Saturday for college football. A lot of great games, especially here in the Mid-South. All day long, there's going to be a game on that's you know, of interest. So it's a great Saturday. All right, let's move on. Number four, uh, last uh, Sunday was, of course, the first Sunday of the National Football League season. The Tennessee Titans beat the Steelers, as we predicted. Yes. No, no, wait. I predicted that. I don't think you did. I think I did. You, no, I think no, you no, me. I no. Think you no, me. I said I said first game of the season was a win. You said you're giving them a loss because it's in Pittsburgh. Steelers is over, huh? The, the, the Steelers. I told you. The Steelers are not the same yeah, anymore. No, ben Roethlisberger, too banged up. Too banged up. New offensive coordinator. They want to run the ball more. He still wants to throw the ball down the field. Offensive line, you know, they're injured when you know Pouncey's out. I mean, it's going to be a hard year. The Pittsburgh Steelers fans. So that said more to you, because to me it said more about how bad the Steelers are becoming than how good the Titans are going to be. The Titans are above the level of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Definitely. the Oakland Raiders. Don't even say that. Now, there is a toilet team that plays in the NFL, and it's not the Raiders anymore. It is the Jags. The Jags are the worst team. Attendance-wise, on-field performance-wise, excitement-wise, everything. At what point this year do you think the Jacksonville Jaguars bring Tim Tebow in? Oh, I thought you were going to say... I don't know why they just don't. I mean, what else are you going to watch? They're going to do it at some point. I thought you were going to say move to Los Angeles, like in the middle of the season. (laughs) In the middle of the night, sunflower trucks moving across the country. They should bring Tim Tebow in. Bring Tim Tebow in. absolutely right. You want to win? Put Tebow in. He's about to spin. Move Jacksonville to Memphis, call them the Mid-South Jaguars, and you have a rivalry with Tennessee already. Oh, no, but they should. That's supposed to be Memphis's team. I want to be a damn Jaguar. Jacksonville though. got the team. And come on, come Memphis, on, you guys. When you, Memphis did not. You guys know an NFL team wants to survive here. Mid-South Pharaoh. Memphis Mafia. They were going to be the Hound Dogs. I like the Mid-South Jaguars. That would be Mid-South Jaguars. Only because Jacksonville built that stadium. If we could have built a stadium, they would be here... Who knows where the Titans would be? Dude, we could be the Memphis Kings. We got the king of rock. We got the king of wrestling. And, and B.B. King. Awesome. We got and B.B. King. There's if tons you brought, of kings. If you brought a team to Memphis, you would have to name it Mid-South. because The three kings. You, you would have to make everybody in this area. The Arkansas, Mid-South. Mississippi, even Louis, you know, northern Louis, well, Louisiana. No, they're, be yeah, they're never going to change. Yeah, they're going to be Saints country. All right, well, that's a, that's, that's a dream. They're going to, to Los Angeles if they go anywhere. All right, number five in the starting five. It's Tigers versus Tigers. Southern Heritage Classic. Marcus, are you going to the Southern Heritage Classic today, or are you going to go to Cooper Young Fest? Uh, They're both pretty much in the same spot, so you can go to both. 
You can go to both. You can go to both. They're both pretty much right there together. You could go... Um, Tom Joyner show was out there. Yeah. At the uh, Southern Heritage Classic. I'm picking the Tigers to win by three. I think that's a safe pick to pick the Tigers to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Which which set of Tigers are you talking about? What? Oh, I'm picking the Tigers to win. Tigers always win in the Liberty Bowl, baby. The Tigers? <laughs> Tigers never win. It's, it could be the only Tiger win in the Liberty Bowl the whole season, right? It's <laughs> when you have the Southern Heritage Classic. This is true. That's unfortunate. I, that probably happened. Coach Fuente Arbisaw. I think it happened one year. Didn't it happen one of uh, Larry Porter's years? Yeah. That uh, Memphis didn't win a home game. Their only win was on the roll, and the so Tigers and, and the which Tiger? How could we beat Austin P or something? Maybe somebody on the road. I think. Well, I think there was a win against Austin P. That was a win. Well, that was here. Yeah, that had to be here because yeah. that wouldn't be on the road. Yeah. No. But there, can there be a way that that, that that Memphis can incorporate the Southern Heritage Classic victory as a victory for Memphis? Like it's a Tiger victory oh, at hell the Liberty yeah. Bowl. Oh, hell yeah. Can we start factoring that in? So Tigers are going to move up. No matter what happens today against MTSU, they're going to get at least one win. This is what you do. You put a banner on the wall and you say, Tiger, Tiger victory. victory. <laughs> <laughs> a big Tiger victory banner? Exactly. And every year you have one. Right. At least one. <laughs> It'll help out. All right, that does it for the starting five today on this Southern Heritage Classic and Cooper but I do Young have Jackson Saturday. State. Jackson State, that's who I have to win this one. All right, one. well, I have the other team. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> if you want to get in touch with the show, you, respectful, man. you can tweet us. Uh, Southern Heritage Classic is a great event. It brings in a, 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 a bunch a of tourists um, to the area. It's great. It's just a bunch of traffic. You know, I live right over there. Yeah. It's just a bunch of traffic. Oh, the Cooper Young Festival has nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's all about, you know... Southern sound like a classic. racist this morning. <laughs> no, Cooper Young Fest is free. <laughs> I'm cheap. I'm cheap. Cooper Young Fest is free. And if somebody would invite me to their Southern Heritage Classic tailgate, I would go. I see Ernie Freeman and people like tweeting pictures from tailgates. Like, invite me. I'll come to one. Nobody invites me, and I'm not going to buy a ticket. I'm going to go to Cooper Young Fest. It's free. I'm just cheap. There's a difference between being cheap and being a racist, no, Johnny. Come on. Huge difference. Uh... <laughs> If you want to get in touch with the show, you can tweet us at Memphis Sport. Uh, you can tweet our personal pages. I'm at Cerrito. Marcus, you're at something on Twitter. Uh, Johnny Radio's at Johnny underscore radio, and, and CJ's at C Hurt. Marcus uh, underscore Hunter 7. All right, Marcus underscore 7. You change your Twitter name every week, and I, know, I never can remember. You're at HunterBoy2G1 on Instagram, and I'm at Kevin yes. Cerrito on Instagram. Uh, you can find the show on Facebook, search Memphis Sport, uh, like us on there. And you can always text the show, 67129. 67129 is the text line here. If you've never texted before, you text 56JOIN to join the Sports 56 text line. That's 67129. So you can text in your thoughts. You can tweet us your thoughts uh, as we get you through another college football Saturday early afternoon. And we'll keep you abreast of the, of the scores as we go along as well. You're listening to Memphis's number three sports show. This is MSL. We're on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Welcome back to MSL on this college football Saturday. We're on every week from 11 to 1. If you miss a portion of the show, you can catch the podcast, memphisport.com, or for free, on iTunes, and if we've been talking about so far in this program, it is uh, 
the day of the Southern Heritage Classic, and it's also Cooper Young Fest Saturday as well. Big Saturday. Big Saturday. But next Sunday uh, is yet another festival that's growing and growing in its second year next week. We are proud uh, partners with the Best Memphis Burger Fest, which is happening one uh, week from tomorrow, Sunday, September 21st. And uh, joining us in studio right now is Seth Agronov from the Best Memphis Burger Fest. Hey, guys. What's up, What's Seth? up Seth? How are you all doing? Doing good. Doing good. We loved the Burger Fest last year. Yes. Great. Yes. And uh, excited about this year. So tell people who, who don't know about it uh, what, it, what the Best Memphis Burger Fest is all about. Uh, Best, Memphis, Best Memphis Burger Fest is basically just a eating, cooking, and music uh, festival. Uh, we've got... This year we've got about 28 cooking teams out there. We'll be cooking in veggie veggie burger categories, uh, anything but beef categories, and of course the main best Memphis burger category. We also have a for fun and extreme burger category where people are just getting real creative and getting some big stuff together. Uh, we do have a Cookie Canuck sponsored eating competition going on. We have a pickle eating competition for kids. We have four bands doing live music all day. Uh, there'll be Budweiser out there. Uh, plenty of plenty of stuff to do. America Photo Booth will be out there. We've got some vendors, some food trucks. There's just a lot going on in a short time, and and it's uh, it's all for Mid South Spang and Neuter Services, who's uh, who we're we're raising money for once again. All right, you mentioned the the eating competition. The eating competition. We is- we have a team in it again this year. We were we were in it close last year. Didn't you guys uh to like tie for first? Then we had to have a. A little eat-off or something at the end? Yeah, something like that, yeah. It was really close. So it's Greg Gaston's uh, son. Greg Gaston, of course, who has the midday show during the week. Whose name is also Greg Gaston. Right. <laughs> his, his son, Greg Gaston, he's our star eater. Yes. He'll be there with his mystery partner. We're not going to announce it yet. Has he been training? We're trying to. Has he been training? Have you talked to him? Has he been yeah, training he's, for he's been training. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Greg the heads up that our, our, our winners last year, I believe they're called uh, Rich People Problems, mm-hmm. they're back. And then I got a surprise entry um, in the mail the other day. A couple students from the University of Memphis. Oh wow! And uh, I'm, I'm not sure who they are. It all came in via money order and a mystery. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> now you know college kids can eat. Yeah, they can. Yeah. No, that's what we're talking about. Johnny Radio wants to to help out the homeless as our mystery partner because he says he knows somebody downtown who can eat. I got a man downtown that <laughs> used to. Ooh, you just don't know this dude can put away food like nothing because I don't think he eats like for a couple days in between. But, man, I set this boy up with a burger, a big old beer, a shot of tequila, and, like, 12 hot wings. They'd be all gone in five minutes. All right, have you, found, have you found the guy? Dinner. Have you found the guy? Hey, oh, man, to... all I have to do is go down there, take a $5 bill out of my pocket, wave in the air, and he'll find me. <laughs> Greg Gaston's son, Greg Gaston. And a mystery partner representing MSL. Because we're, we're going to be busy judging. Danny Radio, you got to come up with a, uh, a name for that combo. Oh, I, I'll figure something out. Yeah, come up with a name for that. We're <laughs> the radio special. We're going to be busy judging the competition for the second in a row. Yeah. Me and Marcus judging the burgers and Johnny Radio judging the Bloody Mary category. Who came up with the idea to do Bloody Marys? Uh, we, uh, t- Obviously t- a genius. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was me, definitely. Uh, my partner, Tim James, and I, who, uh, who do Burger Fest together, uh, we decided we wanted something a little fun to do on, on the lot early in the morning. This is actually this, this, this is going on before the gates even open for the public. So if you're a Bloody Mary judge, you pretty much have early access to the festival. It's just while the teams are setting up and getting their, their charcoals hot, we figured we'd give them a little something to do. Yeah, definitely. And uh, get those, uh, those those Bloody Marys pouring. You know, I've never had a Bloody Mary in my entire life. I have no idea what they taste like. Gross. We need, we need to change that. Guess <laughs> <laughs> give us like a fan. You, know, like you know, speaking of Bloody Marys, uh, we, we were talking about, uh, you know, 
drinking for the for, for do you think that it's wise to have a few drinks before judging or after judging because do you think that it will throw off the taste buds a little bit uh, I th- I personally recommend and suggest doing it after judging. I right. think the teams are taking this extremely serious. You know, I've got people, you know, some friends on some teams, just some people have been running stuff by me via email and Twitter and text, and I know that they're going all out. They're getting special blends of meat. They're 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 working with the proportions and ratios of, of you know, um, uh, excuse me, uh, like New York strip and uh, some short rib, oh, wow. a little bit of Benton's bacon. They're just you know they're they're working on the ratio. So these teams are really. Taking it's, it seriously. It's serious. I mean, it's yeah, a competition. It's yeah. a, there's pride involved with being yeah. now the best. That the means best Johnny worker. can be an alternate. Yeah, we've got some cash prizes. We've got some really awesome trophies being being made as we speak. No, it's too late to to enter like actual team to compete. You know what? Or can uh, you get in? You know what? You can get in. I got I got room for I believe one big team, a thirty by ten with a little extra space, and also room for another uh, twenty by fifteen. Uh, excuse me, ten by fifteen team, which is you know just perfect. We had uh, we have one, one one of our big sponsors who, who is. Um, uh, Southland Park Gaming and Racing. Right. They're they're unable to. They, we had reserved a spot for them for the team. They, they're just all tied up this week, so that so that, so they can't do the team, but uh, somebody else can. <laughs> all right, so that's so that spot is open. That's yep. good, and they could enter the eating competition still too eating to go against. Yeah, they think they can take down Greg Gaston's son, Greg Gaston, uh, on our team and his mystery partner, who may or may not be Johnny Radio's homeless friend. Uh, or the mystery team from the University of Memphis. Right. There's yeah. some good teams. Cause what do you win if you win that? You win, what, you said Cookie and Canuck burger? Uh, the Cookie uh, Canuck, it's $100 in cash and also, um, I believe, $100 in Cookie Canuck, uh, Canuck gift cards. All right, so it's $200 value, yeah, plus absolutely. you get to eat that burger. Yeah. And unfortunately, I mean, last year it rained a little bit. It did. Not the best. You didn't feel like it was raining on your wedding day? You know what? It's, it's Memphis. Festivals. I think if you if you attend one and don't expect a little rain, then you haven't been going to festivals long. I mean, right. Every year, music fest. You know, you can almost you can just you can predict your garden upon it. It's gonna rain. <laughs> All right, Seth Seth uh, from Best Memphis Burger Fest joining us in studio next Sunday, September twenty second. Starts at ten thirty to six at the parking lots of Minglewood Hall. It's the second annual Best Memphis Burger Fest benefiting uh, Mid South Spay. And neuter. It's a it's an awesome event. That the games will be on TV if you want to watch some NFL. Is there going to be a TV there or not? What are we going to do? There was last year. Unfortunately, Budweiser has deconstructed that truck to make what? a bigger to to. to the, I guess in the process of ripping it down to make a bigger one. So hopefully by the time Burger Fest 2014 rolls around, okay. we'll have the Cadillac of Budweiser trucks out there. But right now, um, we just have the live live music. And we have Budweiser. Well, we just don't have the football going. I've got, I've got. Uh, well, you the cell service over there is fantastic. So yep. you can, if you can't watch, if you're not watching something on your phone, you need to upgrade over to AT and T and get like a Samsung Galaxy S three. Yeah, the Note three is coming phone. out. <laughs> and look, hope by by then, I, by then I may have that Note three, and I'll be uh, checking the games out anyway. Why? My one complaint about the music last year. Hopefully, you got this fixed, right? You weren't ready for this. Nobody played Cheeseburger in Paradise. It'll be done. <laughs> we need to have somebody play Cheeseburger in Paradise. We've got four bands. We've got uh, we've got the Hellbillies. We've got Donnie Brunson Band, Grand Theft Audio, and I like Robert. the lineup this year. Yeah, the lineup lineup looks great. I'll put in a request for Cheeseburger in Paradise. Somebody has got to play. Like it needs to be played like at the very beginning or like the very end, like like the national anthem type of burgers. I'm gonna I'll have a I'll ask Sean Danko, <laughs> I'll have Sean Danko to do it right before he's emceeing the uh, or like right before something. Gotta have some cheese, but I'm a big parrot head and a big burger fan. Seth, Seth from the Best Memphis Burger Fest joining us in the studio. You're, uh, he's on Twitter at Best uh, Mem Burger. And um, 
since the last time you were on this, you were on the show last year to hype it up. It was the first one. We didn't know how great it was going to be, and it ended up being a fantastic uh, festival, and it's going to be great again this year. But you've become a a TV star, so I have to ask you about this. (laughs) I don't know about that, but I I definitely had my 15 minutes this year. Uh, I was on um, the Travel Channel, a show called uh, Burgerland with George Motes. We went around to Alex's Tavern and to Dyer's Burgers out on Beale, and just got to eat some great food and talk and talk about it on TV. What time did he go to Alex's? <laughs> what time did I go to yeah, Alex's? What time, yeah. I was at Alex's at, uh, I believe that was, we were there about 9.30 in the morning. Five in the morning is really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, the Alex's fantastic burger. You did, on the oh. show, they said you picked it out. Yeah, they, uh, I think, you know, they had some scheduling complexes. That when, when when they first contacted me, they wanted mm-hmm. Ernestine Hazels, you know, and that's oh. uh, that's kind of a sad story right now. Definitely, uh, you know, everybody's you know, heart goes out to the whole Ernestine families and to, and to Russell George and his, and his family. Um, but they had a scheduling conflict with uh, Ernestine Hazels and couldn't work it, and they asked me for some suggestions, and I just threw it out there because they were looking for longtime Memphis mom-and-pop type establishments. And Alex's, which is about to celebrate 60 years, right. you know, as a family-owned tavern, I was like, what about Alex's? And they're like, well, sure, tell us a little more about it. And I was like, we're going to have to get the lights on in there, first of all. But, uh, <laughs> which is even a little scarier when the lights than, than when the lights are off. But, uh, he, you, know, you know, Rocky worked it, and um, it was a great show. And, of course, you know, he, j- as always, just put out some great food for us. You know, that, that, w- that was a fun episode. Dyer's, they went to Dyer's and Alex's. Yeah. And I've been getting ready for the judging. Um, last night I had a Topps burger, which awesome. is my favorite burger. And two weeks ago, I finally tried the burger at local. And, uh, it's pretty big. I, it's it's massive. It's pricey. I'm down with tops for multiple reasons because it's it's so affordable and so delicious. Uh, but tops burger is, is still at the top of my list. I like Alex's. I love tops too, but I found that all tops are not the same. They're not. Union Avenue tops is the Union, best. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's right across the street from my, where, where, where I worked during the day. Was there a second uh, tops that's supposed to be good after Union? Um. Couple, the one on summer. I like the one uh, on summer on one the, of the east ones side on of Holland. Yeah, like the the, uh, the original summer one. Yeah, not the one that used to be the fast food restaurant. I think the one on the west side of Holland is just a little. Where's the inferior. one that used to be the fast food? The the one with the big dining room. Yes, that's the one that is good. No, that's the one that's not. <laughs> He's not saying it's not They're good. They're both good. Tops is unbelievable. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying where to get the best burger good. in the city. I've got kids who go to school at Granwood, so I've like you know I've hit it on both sides. Right. And uh, I, think That's the what, one, I think the one east of Highland. I always say the reason Summer Avenue is, is my is my favorite street is because it's the only street in the world with two tops barbecues. <laughs> um, but we're looking. So I'm we're, me and Marcus were discussing this last week. Marcus, you brought this up. Mm-hmm. Like the pretzel bun is a new thing yes. now that was not around a year ago. Really, like it was. But the pretzel bun. Can people do a pretzel bun in this competition? You can do whatever you want, really, as long as it's as long as it's in in the competition box, which is a you know the same box as last year. It's a squared box that we, we went with that because it, it's a little taller than the average restaurant clamshell. As long as it's in the box and between the buns, really, you know, all the teams are encouraged to go nuts, to really get creative, to to to, to put their best recipes, put their best burgers out there. Yeah, I gave a tip last week to uh, use Hawaiian bread. The Hawaiian bread is pretty. Yeah, the well. Green Beetle used to use that, and I think now they're—I uh, believe they're—they're—they're they're, they're working with Bluff City Bakery now. Hawaiian bread. Yeah. Yeah, Green Beetle just—yeah, they just <laughs> tweaked their menu. Out, I, I love that—the the Hawaiian bread. Green yeah. Beetle's a sponsor, also. Just a little plug of Best Memphis Burger Fest. Now, Green Beetle's a great place to go, especially yeah, on Thursday nights at eight for trivia with Kevin Cerrito. <laughs> and, and if they have that chili cheeseburger uh, in the competition, then I may—I don't know if they're in the competition. I, I, don't, but th- I don't think they're competing. But I'll they tell you, were. if Josh ever—if whoever does their tweeting, I, th- I think it's Josh's uh, uh, his girlfriend. But whenever they, they they put their patty melt on the uh, out as a special, 
You need to get down there. It's the the new the new the fatty patty is that what it's called? Or is this a different one? I don't know if it's on the menu. I now. just tried the the one with that one with hash browns on it now and like no. egg. Or you because I didn't see that. Nobody you recommend that if you're in the competition to throw a bunch of stuff on there. Or are you looking for just a traditional well, like let's see what you can do with cheese, maybe some sauce. Well, you and some know, top like you throw hash browns, eggs, and bacon. You're not going to win with that. Well, here's my thing. I'm totally out of the judging. You know, because because I do the Best Memphis Burger blog and put all this together, right. I basically you know go out and get people like you guys who who enjoy burgers, love a burger. Yeah, and obviously I do too. But my enjoyment is putting on the festival and and having you know people like y'all uh, do the judging. You know, I think it kind of goes both ways. It's uh, you know, there's definitely something to be said about that very just traditional cheeseburger, like you're gonna get a tops right. versus something crazy and big and gourmet, like you get more local gastro. Well, then at tops you can get the off menu thing and add the, the little ounce of uh, meat on Absolutely. top of it, and, and and it's a little untraditional. All right, Seth, we appreciate you coming in. I can't wait to to judge one week from tomorrow and decide who the best uh, burger. The last year's champion is back. Are they putting the title uh, on the line? Or last year's not? champion is kind of back. They're uh. The, the, their main cook, who is a member of Smoke Masters Barbecue, uh, is going to be in Florida at a wedding. So he's sending the rest of his team, and they're competing. Oh, so they're get, they have a built-in excuse already, is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually two girls now, because, I mean, it was he and two wow, girls. Wow, wow, yeah. So, you know, Very oh, smart. Wow. wow. And, 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 <laughs> you know, and, and they actually went on to uh, Las Vegas last year for the World Food Championships, and I think they placed fourth in, uh, I think fourth overall, or fourth in burger. But uh, so it's the two girls now who are coming back, and they've got a team called My Burgers Got Sauce. My Burgers Got Sauce. My Burgers Got Sauce. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> All right, so they are, but so it's a different team name. The, it's a different team name, but the, it's the uh, two of the same of the pe- same people yeah, who are on the team. And the last. second place winner uh, last year is not back, so it's wide open. All it's, right, it's a whole new landscape out there. I just give it like the best uh, name for a team. What is it? Twerky Burger. For <laughs> oh, the turkey burger, twerky burger. That, that's that is very topical. <laughs> Funny and topical are the two things you need to do. Funny, yeah. topical, and somewhat controversial. I think that works. Twerky burger. Best burger I ever had, though. I still remember to this day. 1994, right before a Jerry Garcia concert, Grateful Dead. It was called a mushroom burger, and it took me to places <laughs> I've never been. I don't... I don't know if that is you can enter those or not. That might be a restricted. I'll tell you one thing: I wouldn't be able to judge if they did. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, uh, thanks, Seth, for coming in. We're going to give away tickets during Hang Up and Listen today. We'll give you a a chance to win uh, some tickets to Best Memphis Burger Fest. It's next uh, Sunday. Tell what everybody else needs to know about it. Uh, Just sponsored by Jack Pirtle's Chicken and Southland Park Gaming and Racing. Uh, We're also sponsored by. Checkered Cow Burgers, Chuck Hutton, Toyota Scion, and uh, Kooky Canuck. And, yeah, of course, U.S. Foods. Uh, it's uh, 10.30 to 5, $5 donation at the gate to get in for Mid-South Spain Neuter, and we hope to see you there. All right, cool. Thanks, Seth. Uh, Best Memphis Burger Fest next Sunday. We will be out there, and we'll talk more about it next week when we'll be on Burger Fest Eve next week. So <laughs> thanks, Seth. All right, thanks, Joe. Appreciate right, we're, it. We're going to take a quick timeout and be right back. You're listening to MSO on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Fish and Stats, weekday afternoons at 3, right here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of many Mid-Southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a, quote, Trivia Master. 
Foster. For more information on where to play, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia. Or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. The perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance-offs. Now play Trivia with Kevin Cerrito downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 and at the Green Beetle on South Main every Thursday night from 8 to 10. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Thank you for voting MSL Memphis's number three best sports radio show for three years in a row in the Memphis Flyers Best of Memphis poll. Appreciate Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Welcome back to the show. We'll have a score update coming at high noon today. Johnny Radio, CJ Hurt, coming in about five minutes. We'll have your score update uh, here on the program. Next week is Best Memphis Burger Fest. We cannot wait for that. Tickets for that on the line during Hang Up and Listen, or if you want to go to Memphis versus Arkansas State. We are treating whatever you want to do for your entertainment next weekend. We've got it on the line uh, for you today. Best Memphis Burger Fest or Memphis football tickets. This portion of MSL is being brought to you by Fox and Hound Cordova. It's where you need to go watch the ball games. It's where Marcus earned his nickname, Mr. Sweet Tea. Yes, because I like to drink sweet tea as opposed to other beverages. Yo, yo, put a little vodka in it and call it an ice pig, baby. <laughs> Is that, is that what that's called? Yes, sir. I may, I may try that out. Johnny Radio is good. It's very, very fruity. Say what? Peach vodka, peach stoli, I would recommend, and sweet This is why he's is judging the Bloody Mary thing. Look at this. Huh. Like I, out. You know, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. He's I'm like going to have to try that out. Our own little that like John Taffer, John Taffer bar rescue mixologist over here. I get that guy on the ones and twos. <laughs> John Taffer needs to bring you in, Johnny Radio. Have you ever watched Bar Rescue on Spike and they rescue the bar? You know, like bring in the mixologist in. You could be the mixologist. Man, I was 10 years mixing mixing, and just making everybody happy on Bill Street. It's a lot of pressure for those people entering that Bloody Mary competition. Lots of pressure. The uh, Fox, and, Fox and Hound Cordova is, is your place to watch the game. They've got oodles of TVs all over the place. Uh, check them out, facebook.com slash Fox and Hound Cordova, or if you want to uh, book some space. It's the official uh, watch party place for your team, Marcus. Yeah. And Memphis, the uh, 49ers. Yeah. Um, I where remember, the 49er club meets up. I remember uh, a couple of years ago, like the first year that the 49ers got really good, I went to like the first game there, and they were playing. It wasn't the first game. It was one of those games where they were playing the Eagles. And uh, the 49ers were losing, and they couldn't score. And like late in the third quarter, I had to leave to get to work. And so I just tell these guys that I'm sitting with, who I don't know, but they're 49er fans. I'm like, well, Mm-hmm. They can't score. Alex Smith is the quarterback. They're going to lose the game. Well, lo and behold, defense brings them back. They win the game and go on to make it to the NFC Championship game. And the rest is history. The 49ers have been great ever since. And, you know, it's good to go up there and hang out with some 49er fans, some some real 49er fans, not these guys who are just now recently jumping on a bandwagon. Oh, come on. You can't be anti-bandwagon, Mr. 49er in Miami Heat. But I've been in those teams since I was three and five years old. So we're not necessarily five with the Miami Heat, but the 49ers, I've been a 49er fan since I was three years old. So... Like, you know, like this, like that's real. It's a like it's real. Okay. Like you're a real 49er right. game when you go out to San Francisco just for a game and you don't live anywhere near San Francisco. Fox and Hound Cordova, it's where we had our fantasy uh, draft party. I got a little wild. Yeah. And this week is a big matchup, Marcus. It's me versus you. Did you know that? I did not know that. We are battling this the only week. Only thing I knew is that the team I'm playing, they're going to lose because I got I got I'm a favored win. by 22 according to the ESPN. Okay, and you're still going to lose. Uh, it doesn't really matter because, remember, um, I, I, I've already exceeded my number of wins 
this year than from last year. Because <laughs> last that year was your that game. was your goal. <laughs> it's just to get more wins. Well, I'm still gonna. I'm, I'm still. I know my goal is to win the league. Go from you know last to first. Well, yeah. I don't know if that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You think so? Well, we'll find out. You had to go through me first, and I'm favored by 22 points. How do you tie a football game in fantasy football? Did and y'all still tie? Lose? Yeah, one hundred, one hundred. Me and uh, at five star. Damn tiebreaker. You and Dustin Star. I don't know. That was a problem in our league last year, and I, and I don't have con- access to that. Uh, so I need to talk to Mike, who has access to that, and find out why we have not solved this tiebreaker situation. And you, uh, and you lost? 100 to 100, and I lost. And Dustin has been tweeting me ever since I lost about how bad he beat me. What? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Dustin Starr on the show next week. Um, right, we'll, we'll see what's going on with that. Dustin beat you down, homie. But can't let them do that to you but if you're if, so whether you're a 49ers fan or just a fan of anybody uh whether it's saturday or sunday you want to watch the game go uh, check out fox and hound in court over they got great drink specials uh throughout the year's the place to watch the ball games coming up at high noon each and every week we play hang up and listen 360-8255 is the phone number that's 360-8255 the first caller every week gets ten dollars to ease 24-hour cafe let's go eat at ease there are three memphis area ease locations there's that one uh, right down the mountain from us at Park and Mount Moriah. There's the one on Summer Avenue in between the two tops, I believe. And then there's the uh, original location across uh, from Methodist University Hospital next to that Topps Barbecue. I like to give directions according to where Topps Barbecue is. But there's ease all over the town. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you're out late, don't stop at a fast food restaurant. Stop at Ease and get something delicious. They've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner all day long. We eat it every week for breakfast up here. It's Ease 24-hour cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. The first caller gets $10 to that, and we got two other great prizes. It's Hang Up and Listen. It's coming your way next after the scores. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. I thought it was her daddy, but she had five more. I was arrested, I was dressed in black They put me on a train and they took me back Had no friend for to go my bail They slapped my dieter carcass in that county jail 